What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Today's episode of The Cantina is brought to you by Grow Generation. Whether you're at the Death Star or the Senate, they have everything you need to grow right where you are. More from them later in the episode. Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at The Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Loman Ale, and remember, no droids allowed. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the can- the Cantina Genreverse Podcast, the Genreverse Podcast Network's premiere and one and only ex- exclusive Star Star Wars show. Uh, maybe the Daily Daily Cog will be back in the in the near future, uh, where we can talk about Star Wars every, every now and then. But but uh, you can find find us and lot lots more uh, great po- podcasts covering everything in, and geek and entertainment at LRM Online LRM Online dot com. Wherever you get your podcast from, on any app, Google, Spotify, SoundCloud, and anything like that, and of course the U- the YouTube channel, Genreverse YouTube channel. So like, follow, share, share, subscribe, all that, all that good stuff. I'm Kyle Malone at that Kyle Malone on Twitter. Joined as usually by Cam Cam Clark at LRM <laughs> at LRM underscore Cam. And man, we've got a busy day for the first time in a while. Cam, we've yeah. got a varied uh, plate, but of course we we still have to talk some some kenobi <laughs> yeah i mean absolutely and and you know there's obviously kenobi is the, ne- the next one up um so there's kind of more news around about that some of it mm-hmm. does get as we were discussing kind of before we come on a little bit spoilery as well yes um maybe even just a little bit too spoilery so we're kind of going to give you a warning before any of we cover any of that stuff but we're not going to go into it quite the level of detail that we've covered it in the written articles um just so that if you do want more real signpost where you can go and find that um, the full information, but um, just just in case people don't want to be kind of too spoiled for some of the stuff that happens in, in Kenobi. And there's been a lot of Mandalorian rumours as well this week and a few other just little bits of news that have come up as well. So I suppose the best place to start is... Obi-Wan Kenobi again, which is, is the kind of one we're all waiting on. I suppose the first story we should talk about is that um, Kathleen Kennedy's finally come out and spoken a little bit about why Obi-Wan Kenobi was rewritten. We all know that scripts were produced um, and they were ready to go. Those scripts were looked over by John Favreau, Dave Filoni, um, and we've heard um, Kevin Feige, though that's not confirmed uh, by Kathleen Kennedy's words, and they had some issues with it. Um, and the story they decided to delay Obi Wan Kenobi, and the scripts were basically rewritten by Joby Harold, 
um, at that point. So Kennedy's talked a little bit about but why that was the case. Um, and she'd said um, recently when she spoke to EW and she said, uh, we're looking ultimately to make a hopeful, uplifting story. And it's tricky when you're starting with a character in the state that Obi-Wan would be coming off of Revenge of the Sith. That's a pretty bleak period of time. You can't just wave the magic wand with any writer and arrive at a story that necessarily reflects what you want to feel. Um, this was a character that's always been a minor obsession of mine, says Joby Harold. Uh, when I heard there was a character that were exploring, I very aggressively told them all the things I thought they should do. Uh, and McGregor also says, which kind of comes on a little bit from some of the stuff we spoke about last week on Cantina. Um, McGregor says that Obi-Wan is lost. He's a broken man after what happened to the Jedi Order at the end of episode three, but also what happened with Anakin, sorry, that he lost him to the dark side and he feels an enormous amount of responsibility for that and guilt. And and again, from Joby Harrod said, when we last saw Obi-Wan in the prequels, he's very emotional. There's a passion to him. And when we get to see him again in A New Hope, he's basically this Zen master. We were kind of talking about that a little bit last week mm-hmm. as if, you know, like that's the art that we kind of want to see in this show, if you like, because Obi-Wan needs to have some kind of arc if he's the main character. That yeah. was the story I wanted to understand, says Harold. What happened to Obi-Wan between the guy that Ewan had brought to life and the guy that Alec Guinness brought to life as well? As for how much of the original plot made it into Obi-Wan Kenobi 2.0, Deborah Chow, who directed it, says we inherited some of it, but um, we did really make some of significant changes and a few different elements as well. Um, and Kennedy then goes on to talk about, about the debate about whether it used Darth Vader or not and how it was it was something that they they didn't just do lightly. You know, they wanted to go big, but you know, at the same time, they wanted to be very careful and make sure if they were doing this, they were doing it right and doing it for the right reasons. And this is something that you and I have spoke about before as well and how that this show could be a minefield in terms of how you could affect the rest of the canon going forward. And it does have to be treated with a little bit of care and attention. Mm. So, interesting, obviously, official word from, from the people at Lucasfilm. So this is all stuff that they, they kind of want us to know going into it. Um, in addition to kind of the, what was said there, we also heard a little bit of a... Now, when I wrote this piece up at first, I wouldn't have quite called it a rumour kill because it came from THR, right, yeah. which is basically a trade. So normally when we... We don't... We take the tag in that's from a site like ourselves, you know, Best Pen Bullet and John Mason, you know, making Star Wars, anything that's not a trade, basically, we'll say it's a bar side buzz, it's a, it's a rumour, even though we absolutely trust these people. But it tends to be when you get news from trades, is, yeah, um, when you get trades such as Deadline, THR, mm-hmm. EW, Vanity Fair, you yeah. know, Variety, you know, their sources are just a higher tier, ultimately, um, and they get a lot of stuff directly from the studios that that they want to have leaked, that they want to put out there. There's, there's lots of different allegedly. things going with this. Yeah, allegedly. allegedly. Um, and we know how trades work as well, as sometimes when they have a story... Um, they're asked to sit on it and that's how they get various exclusives and stuff like that as well. Sit in that story for us, but, you know, we'll give you an exclusive interview with you and McGregor for the, you know, or whatever, you know, they decide to do for a, for a project. So that's how trades work, right? Um, so THR this week had said that they had some information about why um, 
or some of the stuff that was actually cut from that original version of Obi-Wan Kenobi. What's interesting, though, is since we published that article, that Lucasfilm's Pablo Hidalgo has then come out and basically called this story bullshit, which you don't, again, I mean, trades get things wrong as well, but we're just saying this is a slightly unusual situation, not one that you would expect. Ultimately, THR basically says... um, that Chow showed the scripts to Star Wars stewards Dave Filoni and John Favreau, who are coming off the success of The Mandalorian. Um, sources note that Filoni and Favreau were concerned about Obi Wan Kenobi, Obi Wan the show, sorry, covering similar ground as Mandalorian. Lone Wolf, cub like story of Kenobi coming out of hiding to protect a child aged Luke Skywalker. They also say Darth Maul was one of the villains who would have participated in the hunt for the pair. Vader was nowhere to be found in this faraway galaxy at this stage. According to those with knowledge of the project, also, Valore and Favreau pushed Chow in the show to go bigger, according to several sources. In any case, those concerns made their way to Lucasfilm head Kathleen Kennedy, who pressed the pause button. Joby Harold was then brought in, the scripts were rewritten, and Darth Maul was, was no more. When I covered this at first, one of the things that I pointed out was this was not the timing here is like June 2020, right? That mm-hmm. we're talking. That's just after we heard and we reported that we had heard from our horses that sources, not horses. That mm-hmm. was, it that might be, it the might be a horse. Sorry. horse. Uh, we, we don't know. It could be. I've never met them. Um, and yeah, basically our sources had said that Park was out as a live action Darth Maul because of the social media incident where mm-hmm. supposedly, you know, allegedly um, did some revenge porn stuff or something like that. Yeah, it's, what it's it all apparently some big accident, but but we had heard that Lucasfilm weren't too happy with that and, and kind of pushed, pushed them out at that point. We had also heard that, you know, and I've had other sources confirm this as well from different outlets that there was supposed to be some kind of sequel to Solo developed, which mm-hmm. would have been live action and concentrated in Maul, Kira, all that sort of stuff. And that seems to have become potentially what we've heard, not from our sources, but other people who have heard stuff like this, is, and they've heard that it could have become an animated project instead. Essentially, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I kind of thought, well, maybe there is kind of some truth to that. However... Pablo Hidalgo then comes Enter out. Enter the holocron. Yeah, and he, he, he put a post, and it's a, a private post, so you can only see it like if, you, if he allows you to follow him. Um, but the people at Star Wars Newsnet took a picture of it and posted it up. And so we've grabbed it and we've put it up on our piece as well. And basically Pablo says, uh, this was discussing film's coverage of the same story, but it came from the THR source, all right? And he says, a brown sun rises, bullshit has been spilled. Which is quite funny. But, you know, he's basically saying that Darth Maul was not in the original plans for Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, bit of a strange one, this. Um, I have to say... It doesn't make much, and you can chip in on this as much as you want, Kill. it doesn't make too much sense for me for Maul to have been in this, mm-hmm. considering that Maul's end with Kenobi has already been filmed, but just in animated form as part of Rebels. And that was kind of like the end of Maul's story, and he's dead dead after that, you know, like ain't coming back dead, you know. Yeah. He's probably buried in a shallow grave next to Obi-Wan's hut. 
yeah. at, at this point, you know. So um, he's gone, and and you know, for then him to have a few years earlier have been chasing after Obi Wan Kenobi for some reason, I kind of don't really get it. I don't get the, you know, he's not a Sith anymore. He's kind of a gangster at that period in time. Um, so yeah, would he maybe think oh, I'll this go is... after Obi Wan for revenge? Maybe if he came across him, but. <sighs> This you know. is, this to me, it just it just proves that there. Pa- Pablo Hidalgo said it said it best. The canon's whatever it needs to be. This proves to to me that the the writing room, the the big I- ideas, not necessarily the individuals on on the on the ground ground level, but enough people, either a don't know Star Wars history, don't know Re- Rebels, don't know uh, Clone Wars, um, or they they just don't care uh, that you get so many stories that basically when, when it came down down to it, they, they really said, well, o- Obi-Wan's only got like t- two bad guys left. He he can't go after the Emperor, of, of course, so Mauler, Mauler, Vader, people. We, I mean, we got to do a, 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 a Obi Wan uh, movie at the at the time before it became a, a series, alleged allegedly, and and mm. allegedly that movie script was just broken down and fleshed out into the first set of scripts. Allegedly, again, allegedly, allegedly that's, that's um, the rumor was yep. But in in my mind, I was always like, the the Empire should be in the in the background and on his tail. But he didn't need need to face off against someone from from his past. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I I I honestly it, it feels like like a lot of a lot of Disney is is just vo- void of i ideas. I mean, who who thought who thought it would be a good idea to, to keep you know I- even though Pablo's saying that it uh, that it wasn't. Yeah, and Was I should point out as well that in the article from THR, he says another source of his from Lucasfilm also debunked it and said it mm-hmm. wasn't true. So, you know, he's got two different sources telling exactly. him different things as well. Exactly. So so this may just be wrong. But even even uh, the Vader as- aspect of it, and even if, if Maul was ruled out because of of rebels and stuff, they still are, are walking a razor thin line mm. with with Vader leading in into episode yeah, four. But at the same and time, I was going to say you, you you don't you don't need Obi Wan Kenobi to deal with a, a demon from from his past because he's about to in a few more years deal with that that demon from his mm. past, and and he's going to deal with it one once and for for all. Le- legitimately, and I'm not against it because it, it could end up looking co- cool and, and it c- could be great. We're getting the, the big Va- Vader Obi-Wan showdown, showdown for one reason and one reason only. Eye candy. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Like, we already know We already know, know the results. There's no major bo- bodily harm to, to o- Obi-Wan K- Kenobi. There's no... May, may, as a matter, matter of fact, it seems like he becomes a better better person better suited for his job after after this this match the big culmination the ultimate thing about about obi obi-wan and anakin anakin happens in episode four so we're we're walking this razor thin line just to get get some eye candy when in reality the best thing to to have done would have been to give the the inquisitors are, are great the the straggler j- Jedi keep people away from from Tatooine. 
all of that's fucking golden and what I would would have liked from from an Obi-Wan Kenobi thing. I'm even open to to the idea of Clone Wars flash flashbacks so you could bring in Hayden, but we didn't need we we didn't need either Vader and definitely did, didn't need Maul because again his his oh, ultimate show, showdown comes in Rebels. Makes sense. I think we've either if they're using it in the right way as not you know right okay that's why they we want to have it because it's eye candy there's no doubt about that and I think the other reason is that there's so little opportunity for them to do much else with Vader live action mm -hmm. he's the Star Wars character and he's dead in the future and uh, you know he, he really his stories the the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy if you like but Vader himself is, is the OT so there's not a lot you can do with him well, he's Vader, and this kind of gives you an excuse because it's something that Vader would kind of sit up and take notice of um, if he, if there's somehow a chance that he can get Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, it all depends on how they put it together. If it all feels earned, if it feels as if Obi Wan needed to go through that process to get to the Obi Wan that yeah. we see later on, so what that by the time he does face Anakin Vader again. He is the Zen master who's willing to just let it go to give his life for Luke, you know. Um, but I guess the, the proof will be in the pudding when it comes to that. I mean, we, we just need to wait and see how, the, how they put it together. But yeah, I, I'm not even sure if this did happen now. I mean, it just doesn't seem yeah, no. super solid, does it, even for a, for a trade report. So unless and, something else comes out, I think we just have to call it a sketchy rumour for it at the moment. Yeah, and and if it if it turned out that it ne never made it to to paper because they were like, oh, uh, you know, this is going to happen in, in Rebels, and I I don't even know what season or year the the uh, Kenobi and and Maul stuff was was written in in Rebels versus the yeah. first treatment of the the script being touched. Oh no! But I mean, regardless, they're yeah. saying they're saying it it wasn't it wasn't ever in in the in the works, but. Um, I I think it it kind it kind of goes back to to that old thing thing. It was dumb for for Lucas to kill Maul off in the in the first movie, uh, in episode in episode one. Um, well, it was really it was a was it because I mean Duco was, was pretty cool even though you know and he kind of carries right through. But well, no, because they wanted to know. do do so much with with him that that you bring him back with robot spider le legs before getting bipedal again and, and Listen, all, I was one of those people of that when I heard that they had brought Maul back for various different animated projects I was just like eye roll you know <laughs> you get chopped in half and fell down a shaft I mean I mean even then when I look at it you know it's not as if oh well it doesn't matter that he fell down the shaft because it was only half him so he would just bounce lightly at the bottom <laughs> I mean the top half of his body would have still you know, <laughs> all over whatever the bottom of that shaft was. It wasn't a small oh, shaft. Man. He's not surviving that. He's just not no. surviving. You know, you no. don't get chopped in half and survive, sorry. But, you know, it's Star Wars. Palpatine bloody survived. So somehow Palpatine returned. So, yeah. you know, I guess um, we get more as well. However, <sighs> then I actually enjoyed the art they give Darth Maul. And the cartoons after that, because you know, I think the performance is better from Sam Witwer for a start. It just feels like a more rounded character rather than just because that's it. I'm sorry, but Darth Maul to me is just a stunt guy with a mm -hmm. lightsaber. You know, I, I don't see any acting from Ray Park and the Phantom Menace other than physical. Um, well, 
because he wasn't. He didn't even do the voice. The voice is someone else too, isn't it? But, you know, kind of an animated we have in Sam Whitward, he's just doing the voice again, but then, you know, they they just give him a, a better personality. You know, he's in a, a character that's dealing with the aftermath of basically being rejected by his master because, you know, Palpatine ain't too happy that he's alive, you know, because <laughs> that's somebody out there that's a potential threat to him, you know, and he's got, at this point, you know, well, depending on when you're, when we're talking about when he appears in the Clone Wars, he's got obviously Dooku as his new apprentice. Uh, Dooku doesn't want Maul coming anywhere, you know, so they're kind of let's kill this guy very quickly. And then even later on, when the Empire's in its, in, in its pomp, there's Darth Vader. And I don't think Maul's stupid enough to try and take on Vader at any point. So, you know, then he actually gets his ass kicked by Obi-Wan Kenobi really easily in Rebels. Yeah. But, you know, that's just because, you know, Obi-Wan's been learning all these years and that you kind of get the feeling that Maul's went back the way um, in that time. But, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's... It just wasn't a good idea whether it was true or not is, is no. my take on it. And hopefully, you know, fingers crossed it'll be better than what it was. Um, should we give a spoiler warning? Yeah, hey, we're gonna so, we're we're gonna talk about some some spoilers. The the articles at at lrmonline.com. I'm gonna put it up on on screen. So so uh uh we're gonna t- talk a bit a bit. Um, so so if you're listening on audio, you you might not see all of the the context. Um. But I'm not going to show the whole the whole article. I'll, I'll let Cam kind yeah, of walk I mean, us, walk you're, us you're through. Yeah, you're free to read all the details. Either our coverage yeah. on lrmonline.com look, or look in the this uh, is information that came from MSW and Best Bin Bulletin. So you can always go directly mm-hmm. to the source. Those guys over there and read the articles <laughs> they wrote as well for the full. And uh, in in the ch- chapters, I I know some podcasts uh, apps allow chapters, and on on YouTube. Uh, the spoiler chapters will be will be marked. So yeah. Anyways, Cam, go, go so, ahead, bud. <laughs> right. So spot when it comes to spoilers, I think uh, my job is that sometimes I have to cover spoilers, right? And I don't necessarily always like to do it. Um, we ourselves have released leaks and inside information before from some of our sources, but I think there's something about you know, or there's a this guy's in it, this character's in it, you know. Mm-hmm. There'll be, like we said, there'll be two fights between Vader and Obi-Wan. That's kind of like giving you a little bit of information, but without giving you everything. So you get to then speculate on why would that happen and all that sort of stuff. What these set of leaks do is basically goes into these two fights between Vader and gives us some context as to why they fight twice and what the end result of that is, and Obi-Wan's state of mind, and even some cameo appearances. So one of the things we've talked about previously, there was a rumour that Qui-Gon Jinn is back, and these rumours confirm that Qui-Gon Jinn would be, if if they're true, um, from certainly MSW this was, that that Qui-Gon Jinn um, will be in, um, and not just as a voice, uh, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Liam Neeson must have done some work on it. But the leaks go into explaining exactly why and where Qui-Gon mm-hmm. returns and what the purpose of it is and how, why that's important, where it happens within the series uh, and how it's connected to both fights that happen between 
Vader and Obi Wan. So and yeah, I'll... MSW confirms there is two fights between Obi Wan and Vader. Yeah, um, with, with with that, uh, Qui Gon Jin, Jin, I'll I'll say this about about it. What what they're do, doing with it is, and this isn't a comment on on necessarily time, but just Im- importance. There, there's a lot more to to it to him than than I think either one of us thought that that would mm. be likely. You know what I'm saying? Saying yeah, because I thought I think when we think about Obi Wan Kenobi, you're thinking about the Obi Wan of Alec Guinness. And we're mm-hmm. only halfway there at this point. This is what we were talking about last week, that Obi-Wan, if you have a main character in the show, they can't go through no development. They can't have no arc. They can't just start the same as they ended. Um, and we know that what Obi-Wan is supposed to be doing is learning to communicate with Qui-Gon so that he can carry on his training, learn to become a Force Ghost and you know become that Zen master that we that we all know from A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, so on and so forth. Um, so it seems as if that is the development that he's going through, and that does seem to be, as you said, Kel, connected to how and where Qui-Gon appears within this show. And I think we'll maybe just not say any more than that on it. We'll mm. say that it's been confirmed by another source now that, that Vader and Obi-Wan fight twice. If you want to know some actual details about what happens in both of those fights and their locations... That they happen within the Star Wars universe, that is there. Um, feel free to, to, as I said, either check that out on lrmonline.com. But you know, didn't come from us, so have to name the sources as being MSW and uh, mostly MSW actually, and a little bit of stuff here and there. For some of the stuff we'll talk about later on to do from Best in Bulletin as well. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm getting fed up at, at the amount of of spoilers out out there like yeah it's this might seem strange coming from a site that actually covers them but you know right but it's kind of kind of like how how you were how how you were explaining uh earlier you know when when we uh decide on what we should or what we can we we get what we can le- leak and then we go with what what should we after that so so uh and and it's not so much uh that i'm like oh man it's all r- ruined i've i've been doing this this now for three years i'm used to being r- ruined from the in inside mm. not just ex- externally but um it's getting to, to the point now where you almost feel b- bad for the the film filmmakers and showrunners, yeah. the writers, yeah. the the team, the I mean, think think about uh, what what that that internet thing going around a while ago that Charlie Cox was in a theater to see No No Way Home and and the theater was near silent for for his uh, uh, cameo. Mm-hmm. My theater e- erupted, but just just the idea that that expectations can be tempered so, so much that it it affects the the people that that created it that's yeah. that's getting annoying it's if one it, it's one thing yeah. to to say you know hey vader's going to show up tw- for for a fight twice versus oh but by the way this major pl- plot story el- element here's here's not just you know the the 
physical scene description. Here's wh- why it's happening and the and the mentality behind it and and the I I don't know no man that that's that's yeah. a bit too too much. It is a bit too much. It's almost like you know it's like if somebody t- said to me, well, I'll let you. Uh, I'll give you five moments from the script to speculate on, or I'll give you the script to read. I would take the five moments because I don't really want to read the scripts before mm-hmm. it comes out. I think what I would say is, this is just maybe a difference in what LRM Online is as a site compared to what, for example, making Star Wars MSW is as a site. I mean, basically, their entire makeup is... Is spoilers, you yeah, know. It's, it's a isn't. self-published site, you know. Uh, the editor in chief basically owns the site and writes most of the articles for it. Um, they have known to have had sources in the past, and and ultimately they get exposure and money, which try to make a, a living out of this. I get it by spoiling information. Yeah, um, that's not really how we work, you know. Nope. Our main, if you notice what most of our content is yes we cover all the rumors but most of ours is actually interviews discussions you know actual official stuff that we we get and i think we we end up running more interviews and than probably any other site because you know our interviewers will just speak to anybody about Mm -hmm. anything that they want to promote really and we're really not picky that way um and that that's really where our kind of bread and butter as I say is opinions you know reviews um, official news stories but we, we do cover the rumours as well um, that's kind of my area if you like and, and then Kel can I get sent you obviously in the podcast and say the things and business, if it was me and I knew if, if I knew that level of information my my sort of I would hold back mm-hmm. specifically because we know that I know got that Shockey knows more information than you and I do at times, yes. and he doesn't tell us because he doesn't want it spoils stuff for us, um, and it's not stuff we want to put out there. You know, he tells us the stuff that we're, hey guys, we can cover this. You know, but that's I'm a, to say I'm that's a, all he knows about it. I'm a I'm a risk because my my brain isn't isn't the best. <laughs> sometimes I've <laughs> I've said it multiple times. I've, I've said it multiple times. I don't know know what I'm allowed to say or not, so I'm just shut shutting up. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. We tell you what you can say and what you can't. But it, sometimes he forgets. But um, yeah, I mean that's just a difference in the, the way we're working. So if it was me, I think I would. If I wasn't doing this job, I would probably not be going to MSW for the kind of stuff that they're producing yeah. right now, which is very very detailed, like story beats from the shows. Um, at at the same time, though, nothing against them at all for doing it because, as I said, that's that's the end of the day. That's what that site's yeah. about. And there is a fan base out there. Absolutely, there's a fan base out there. Either that just can't not be tempted to go and look. There's that, but there's also people who genuinely say that they prefer knowing the stuff going in. I don't, I don't get it myself, but there is people know. out there that genuinely would, would 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 rather read a script for a movie before they go and see it, for example, or rather know all the, the plot beats from the show before they watch it, because, it, you know, I've, I've seen people online explain they feel it helps them enjoy the show better, they don't they don't like anticipating and wondering about stuff, which to me is a big, is a big part yeah. of it. And I kind of feel like, for example, when we come to review Obi-Wan Kenobi, we want to speculate, we want to be like, Kyle wants to have, you know, you want to have opinions, and this is where I think, I think, 
they're doing this for this reason and I'll have maybe a different opinion and that's the fun part of it for mm-hmm. us is to speculate on what water comes cool, next water cool and the more the more detailed spoilers we get it becomes hard to do that because we're not theorising anymore we're kind of just saying well we've been told this is going to happen and it's not and we had a similar situation with this actually from SW again for all the bad robot films actually in the sequel trilogy and so I know that the latest Star Wars shows have been very secretive and we haven't had a whole lot about them but I mean The Rise of Skywalker I knew the entire plot every every aspect of The Rise of Skywalker before I ever saw it which worried me greatly because you know (laughs) at at the time I remember just saying I just even I know sometimes you just don't know until you watch a movie if they can pull it off but I just couldn't see how they could possibly pull this off and I was right Um, but yeah I mean that was just all out there Um, and so yeah for me it's too much but for those of you that just give me spoilers I want them there's plenty of stuff out there that you, you can go and find now but if you're kind of someone that likes to teeter in the edge a little bit like us but 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 have some room for your imagination to work as well just be careful what you what you're reading and um, everything that's on our site is certainly spoiler tagged and you know as i said we could have went into this in far more detail within the podcast we we kind of chose not to yeah. anyway we are going to choose to take a quick word yeah. from our sponsors grow generation grow generation where the pros go to grow Grow Generation is your one-stop shop for hydroponic grow supplies, product systems, and more. Grow Generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. Time is like the the one one thing that I hated people taking from me. Like I could spend forever in my in my room when I was a kid, but as soon as my parents grounded me t- to my room, not take anything out of it, just you can't leave then it's like the only thing i wanted to do was was get out of it but anyways uh rapid fire no not rapid fire fire yet but let's um move on over to uh uh the mandalorian man yeah so again this is potential spoiler warning there's some stuff here which is reported basically most of the time for mando we don't get to find out what's going on because it's shot in the volume however They've been shooting some location stuff recently for Mando Season 3. And wouldn't you know it, all the details of that are really starting to come out. And this is this has come again from MSW and, and a little bit more Best Spin Bulletin this time as well. Um, and the kind of two of them have been bouncing off each other, if you like, <laughs> in terms of what they know and, and kind of putting it together. The first kind of part of this that came out was there was... Some images which we certainly have not put in the site because I don't know where the, who they belong to and I don't want to get copyrighted or anything like that. But there was some shots appeared in the ether of the internet which um, showed some Mandalorian-looking red Praetorian Guard-types helmets. And this kind of leads into that apparently there's some Mandalorian-looking Praetorian Guards somewhere that... that Mando and Co come across in in the Mandalorian season three. Sites like Bestman Bulletin had theorized maybe this is pushing towards Snoke territory, knowing that that's mm-hmm. something that they might be leading up to to try and explain the first order. However, there was a later report that came again from Bestman and, and, and MSW bouncing off each other. Um and it kind of put a bit more detail in here, and I'm not 
I'm not going to go into it again and, and too much, but basically this is apparently scenes that happen within the season finale of The Mandalorian, and it talks about there's a lot of characters on what they think is Mandalore in the minds of Mandalore, um, and, you know, what is going on, which characters appear there, etc., 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 and all that sort of stuff. I'm not going to go into that in too much detail. Again, if you want to know all the details on that, feel free to either check it on lrmonline.com, go to MSW or Bestbin Bulletin. Actually, Bestbin have got a really good one that kind of covered all MSWs and their stuff together, which is kind of what I pulled from to put ours, ours together. So, you know, feel free to go and check that out. However, um, there was, I think, a quite an interesting rumour that came out, which is, it's, it's kind of in our area to discuss a little bit more, and that's Grogu in Mandalorian Season 3. Um, and apparently, Grogu may be getting a mech suit <laughs> for Season 3. <sighs> so, what we're hearing is, um, and this, this comes from MSW, um, they're saying that... Um, Basically, Yo- Baby Yoda, Grogu, gets some Beskar armour at some point in the story, but they're also saying that um, he's inside some sort of IG-11 mech suit. So it's like an IG-11, but he get melted, so it's probably not him. And they're saying it's basically like it, talk- it can talk to Grogu and all that sort of stuff and tell him, you know, the odds for things that he's trying to do. But Grogu is actually controlling the suit and, and is able to therefore... Be more active, kind of walking about with, with Mando, etc., etc., and even gets into some fight type situations as well. That's what they're saying. Um, some uh, General Gr- Grievous type shit I can I mean, see with robot lightsaber and stuff. I mean, I know? guess it's you know he's not going to really grow much bigger, is he? You know, I mean, he's <laughs> going to grow maybe Yoda size, but that's still not very big. And you always have that issue of what to do with a character of that size to make them in any way threatening. So so putting them in sort of some cool suit and making them almost like a, a foundling Mandalorian or something mm-hmm. like that isn't such a bad idea, but of no. course we'll we'll see how it all pans out. How it looks, Certainly there was how, a few how it's of our readers executed. thought it sounded terrible. Like uh, a lot of our comments when we covered that article, people were like, this sounds awful. This is MCU. It could Star be Wars, very so. bad, but it could also it work. Not. It could, it could work. work. It, it, Listen, fit, it fits when they the said, universe. When we heard that they were bringing back the Naboo Starfighter, I thought, what? Why? 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 You know? And I still have queries as to how he's going to do any bounty hunting in that uh, because there's yeah. no way they store anybody. But, but actually... Put in some tow kinda, tractor. They hot-rodded it and kind of made it cool, and I quite liked it. So, um, you know, there's that. So yeah. And, and have to wait and see. It fits the... It fits the... um. It fits the universe. I just, uh, it it could come off really silly, silly, and and one of those things. <laughs> while while I know George said later on, after four and five, five that uh, Star Wars is for kids. He he made it all eight ages, four and and five, and and most of six is all all ages. Yes, <laughs> other other things. We're, we're more geared geared towards kids, but I just I don't I don't like how how uh, how much uh, Luke Lucasfilm Disney Lucasfilm has been t- 
targeting Star Wars for 10-year-olds. Like, not just with 10-year-olds 10, 10 in my mind, but for 10-year-olds. And that's my my only fear Fear is that this could tip tiptoe towards that too much. But hopefully it's good. If it's yeah. the world, it could just have it to wait and work. see. I mean, so far I've been impressed with everything that John Favreau's and Dave Filoni's been in, kind of involved in, and the exec producer side of things. So I think mm-hmm. we have to give them a bit of faith at this point to yeah, see where they go with absolutely. season three. Um, I think season two for me was an improvement on season one, Amanda. And you know, we'll wait and see what happens come yeah. come that time. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't think we need to go into those kind of spoilers any more than that because there is quite a lot of detail in there about the season finale and I don't like talking about a season finale before we even know how we got to yeah. that season finale in the first place so it's really hard to have like if this leak had come out the week before the season finale you'd probably go oh this all makes sense and you can put the pieces together but kind of don't know and there's therefore a lot of missing context in my opinion so Tread with care is all I will say to yeah. those that do so decide to go and look for these things, but it's there if you want it. Some non rumours to finish off with, Kyle. Do you yeah, fancy sure. some of these general sure. news stories? General well, news. I guess, I guess this one's kind of rumour, and uh, Bestman Bilton were saying that they think Andor oh, yeah. is going to be out in August. I'm not sure. It's not quite a you know, this kind of does make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, given how they tend to work these slates, when Obi-Wan Kenobi's coming in, August, I would say, end of August kind of sounds like a day, that a, a month that we could see Andor appearing. But I certainly wouldn't, um, I wouldn't go out and put money on that and bet on it, you know, because with any kind of releases and especially on streaming, until they announce it officially it's, yeah. until they say this is the date and the official posters come out and the trailer saying the date everyone like we got for Obi-Wan Kenobi you just don't know and they could always uh, change it at the at the last minute like like yeah. Spider- Spider-Man No Way Home got released a whole week early di- digitally because someone leaked it all already and, and they could push the, the button and, and get it out That's themselves. That's a kind of Sony thing, did. though. Isn't it? Sony like to do that. I think they like to mess with leakers for some reason. I don't know why. Um, I couldn't see, you know, I think Disney with a bigger fish to fry than, than proving a leaker wrong or something like that. But the the rumours about Obi-Wan where we think it's coming in May and then it ended up coming in May, I guess that I thought May 25th, mm. it ended up, it was coming to May 25th, but it wasn't inside information, it was just, no, that was just common you, sense. Yeah. Um, and, you know, common sense, I would, if I had to bet, I would have probably put August, September for Andor mm-hmm. anyway. So if Bestman's hearing from their sources that they've, that it's August, then then that kind of makes sense to me. And, and until we hear any different, that's what will be in the back of my head anyway. Yeah. And then last, the director. Got, yeah, we've got an interesting rumor that um, that Damon Lindelof is going to be directing, or certainly working on a Star Wars movie. On a Star mm. Wars movie. Sorry, that's from anyone that watches Toast of Tinseltown. Um, according to Jeff Snyder, who used to work for Collider, um, but now is his own. Uh, thing called uh, the Ankler, which is 
horrible, horrible name for a website. But anyway, um, you know, that's not for me to say. And he's basically put a social media post out saying exclusive via the ankler. Uh, I'm hearing that Damon Lindelof, the creator of Watchmen and co-creator of Lost and the Leftovers, is working on a new Star Wars movie. Subscribe now. Um, interesting, because I rate Lindelof um, when it comes to the TV projects he's worked on. A lot of people, actually, when I said in, in my piece that I really like Lost, there was a lot of People looked at and said, "Oh, it's horrible! It's the worst show that's ever been made." I just don't, people say like they didn't explain anything, and I just don't get it. After I mean, I thought that after my first watch, but after the second watch, to me, it was like everything was explained. I understood it all, so I just don't get where people are coming from with that. But I think Lost actually, if people gave it a chance and watched it again now, they would see that although they never gave them all the answers spoon-fed like you would expect in those days, um, that the answers are actually there. Um, and then The Leftovers is a good show as well and I think did anybody not like Watchmen the show that he did recently I mean the Emmy yeah, Award winning loved, Watchmen loved I mean absolutely fantastic show um, 100% you know definitely won the, probably the show of the year last year if it, was it last year or was it 2020 I can't remember uh, now I don't know this is, 20, a bitch. this is 2020 version uh, 2.1 so so yeah we'll I see. guess it's, it's all just the same you know it, it was it was maybe pre-COVID. it was it was be- it was know. before 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 the dark time before Russia and and Ukraine it was definitely before Russia and Ukraine yeah that's that's, that's the new time before World War point, Three point, yeah before the Great Plague but <gasps> not that long ago anyway that that Watchmen was out and we all loved it and it won awards and everything like that so that definitely interests me um, the only time I've seen one of his movies was Prometheus which was I liked the first one I liked Prometheus liked I didn't Prometheus. like Covenant. Well, no, Covenant was shit. Yeah. But but Prometheus had, had some issues with it as well. Everybody was just stupid on Prometheus. That was a problem. You know, there was just everybody just did stupid things that are for there for the sake of the plot. It didn't yeah. feel like a Lindelof project to me, but you know, it felt real bit big, know. and I, I liked maybe it the, was his chance to direct and... a film, and you know, he maybe, was like, this is what we want. He had to kind of work with the studio a little bit more than than maybe what his own ideas that he wanted to go with, who knows. But I think after the success of Watchmen, his stock has risen, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd definitely be excited to find out if, if he was if he was making a Star Wars movie, but where, where and when will this Star Wars movie materialise, if it's true? Because we have still got Rogue Squadron dated for December 23. Um, they haven't took that off officially yet we don't know if it will happen we have a Star Wars movie dated for December 25 and a third one for December 27 we don't know what those films are necessarily beyond the Rogue Squadron one um, but we think 25 is Taika Waititi's um, Star Wars movie that he has well, confirmed he is making Right, he's directing, um, he's, not, that, he's directing that it, but he's co-writing it with uh, another writer as well. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, uh, the lady's name escapes me right now. I apologise to that person. Mikey um, is a producer for a Star, Star Wars movie. Correct. So Allegedly. we think, again, we think that the 27 one, but it might not be as mm-hmm. the Kevin Feige movie, but we have to be clear that Kevin Feige has confirmed that he, at some point he is going to be producing Please, a yeah. Star Wars movie but we don't know about any talent attached to that. So theoretically, Lindelof 
could be who Feige brought in to make his Star Wars movie. Could, I'm not saying that is the case, but it's possible. Could Lindelof be brought brought in in a producer role for Taika by by chance, or a producer role for I mean, Rogue? It's possible, but Lindelof's more likely. writer director. Direct, you know, director. I, I don't see him really producer as, as yeah. such. You know, so, I think if he was going to do Star Wars, he'd want it to be using, what his ideas are. And Taika so using would, logic, he would do, want the same would, thing himself. You would guess. You would guess just based off of what what we do know. The the puzzle piece looks to fit with with Feige, but they they could have something else. But it could, else. It could yeah, it could be something else that that they, they change the slate completely, you know, and it's something else that comes up. Or this could be some after that. It could be something that you know is actually many many years away still. You know, it could be four or five years still away before before we get whatever this Linda Love project is. So we genuinely don't know, and there's no other information um, in any of the kind of posts to say it. No one since then has come out and said, oh, here's like a bit more information on that Lindelof project. There's certainly no one I follow has um, somebody's watching this and they ah, I covered that. Um, give me a shout because I've not seen anything online about it yet. Um, so I think we just have to wait and see in this one. But I like the idea. It excites me. But at the same time, you know, until something more official comes out, it's it's hard to know what and where or when this is all yeah. going to come together. Yeah. Anyways, I know what's coming come together together now, and that's us ra- wrapping up this show. Yep. Uh, uh, guys, check out L- LRM on online dot com every day for for all of your entertainment news need news needs and opinions. Like Cam said earlier, you know we. We've been around for for a long time, and and our main gig is is writing news articles, opinion pieces, and then in, interviews interviews available at the at the LRM uh, online YouTube YouTube channel. Uh, also, you can click on any of the the stuff here here on the website and 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 reach the the interviews or or the podcast podcast available where wherever you get your your podcast from i've got spotify up here just because it's one of the biggest plat- platforms out there uh anime versal reviews do- doing sabiki bisco right right now um breaking geek radio they got a couple of mo- movies they'll be re- reviewing this this week and they always cover news and, and trailers as as well cantina's doing star wars news uh marvel multiverse May- mayhem finally got to re- record their their second movie movie night that'll hopefully be up in in the next uh Four or five, four or five days, and then uh, there's a chance. Chance the daily cu- couple genre will be making a tr- triumphant return with a former uh, co-host, um, and God hoping my my wife can get more than one de- decent day in, in a row and and come come back as as well. But yeah. all those are va- available on our YouTube channel. Hit the red su- subscribe button there. I also do uh, uh, genre shots, little little short vid- videos, usually trailer reactions or, or something like like that. Uh, so you can find find those on the YouTube ch- channel as well as well as all the uh, all the podcasts. And uh, yeah, I'm at that Kyle Malone on t- Twitter. If you want to, you know, say anything throw anything my my way ideas or 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 whatnot or just your awful per- person kyle pool uh cam you can t- tell them about yeah. what we're looking for uh, on, at the website <laughs> yeah um you can 
reach me at LRM underscore Cam as Kel said at the start of the show as well but you know we are ab- absolutely looking for, for more volunteers to come in and, and eventually maybe even you know once you work up to it, you know, there's this possibility of even getting some money. But um, what we're really looking for is, is people with strong opinions that want to write stuff on, on the site, whether it's covering well, a news story for a, for a genre that they are very interested in um, or the stuff that we, we talk about, you know, Star Wars, Marvel, DC, the big the kind of big hitters. You know, there's there's too many for for us to cover everything so there's absolutely room for, for other people to come in and and especially if you've got strong opinions on, on certain aspects then you know that's the kind of thing that there might be other people out there like you so you know give us a shout um, you can you know there's details on the website but if you are interested in all that we do run articles every now and again but there's details that you can find on the site about how to contact us officially as well um, through our main kind of accounts and you know why not come and if you don't know how to write, we'll, we'll help you learn. But if you already think you're a good writer, that's 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 kind of half the battle that we're, we're looking for as well. That's how I started. That's, that's how Kyle started as well. Um, and probably everybody else that, that really, or most of the people that work for LRM at the moment, all started just coming in, volunteering and, and learning the ropes and building it from there. So. To tell you what our 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 owner tell tells us the the sites here to to help uh uh the contributors build their their own brand. So uh yeah. if you're looking for uh to build a a I, I don't know if it's called a por- portfolio in writing, but like uh a a, a reel uh, a demo reel a, por- a portfolio a a a you know folder of of publications. Um, why not start here? We're we're giving you guys the the platform. Any anything and everything in geek and entertainment news, pop culture. So yeah, that it, Cam. Yep, that's us. All right, guys. Till next next time. May the force be with you. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.